Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Shalom Yimini. Each week, we will look into the weekly Torah portion to find inspiration that will complement your daily life and intensify your connection to God. This week's Parsha Perspective is dedicated in memory of Shlomo ben Edward and Yosef ben Zayev Wolf. May their souls be uplifted and their memories a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is also in honor of Sasson ben Sal ben Batya and Safir bat Ariella. May they have a quick and complete recovery. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Lech Lecha. Our Parsha introduces us to the father of the Jewish nation, Avraham Avinu. He has given a command to leave his birthplace and hometown and go on an unknown journey led by God. And soon after he leaves, he arrives in the land of Canaan with his wife Sarah and his nephew Light. He is then told by God that his descendants would inhabit the very land that he is standing upon. As he was exploring the land of Canaan, a famine struck, forcing him to travel down to Egypt to buy food. However, fearing that the Egyptians would kill him to take his wife Sarah because of her immense beauty, Avram asked her to allege that he was just her brother. And when they arrived at the border, Sarah was taken and brought to Pare. However, in retaliation, God struck Pare's palace members with a plague, causing Pare to realize that he was deceived and quickly released Sarah. He gave Avram and Sarah many gifts and had them escorted out of Egypt. The Parsha concludes with Hashem appearing to Avram at the age of 99 years old, telling him to circumcise himself to create an everlasting bond between him and Hashem. However, a question comes to mind. When Pare realized who Sarah indeed was, he quickly sent her back to Avram with many gifts to appease them. And as a result, Avram left Egypt a really wealthy man. As the Pasuk writes, And Avram was indeed very rich with cattle, silver, and gold. But why did the Torah use the word covet, which could mean either burden or heavy, instead of the regular term for rich in Hebrew, which is Asher? Furthermore, at the beginning of the Parsha, the Torah uses the word covet when speaking about the famine. The Pasuk writes, There was a famine throughout the land and Avram went down to Egypt to live there, for the famine was extremely severe. Why does the Torah use the same word in exact opposite situations, one being the famine and one being wealth? Rashi, amongst many others, explained that the Torah uses the word covet because Avram's possessions were extremely heavy. The word covet has a few different translations. One is heavy and the other one is harsh and severe. And the covet at the beginning of the parsha means harsh and severe. For it's speaking about how bad the famine was and why Avram and his family had to make the journey down to Egypt. But the latter covet is interpreted to mean heavy. For when Pare first took Sarah, he gave Avram numerous flocks of cattle, a great deal of gold and silver and many servants. And when Pari finally realized that he was lied to and sent Sarah away, he sent her with an, a further batch of gifts to appease Avram. These two sets of gifts made Avram extremely wealthy but made his possessions extremely weighty. And the Sephrono even explains that because of the amount and weight of his possessions, Avram traveled very slowly. And now Avram leisurely pace began to bother his nephew Light who accompanied Avram down to Egypt and received his own fortune. And this resulted in arguments between the shepherds of Avram and Light. And this ultimately led to Avram and Light going their separate ways. However, the Chidah, 
Rav Chaim David Azulai in his Sefer Pnei David gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He translates covet to mean burden, but not a physical burden, but rather a spiritual one. Because he explains that the reason the Torah used the word covet is that Avram's wealth was only burdening him and straining his relationship to God. For now he had to take care of many flocks of sheep and cattle, giving him less time to pray and connect with Hashem. As it so famously says in Perkyeles, Mar Benechassim, Mar Daga, that the more possessions you own, the more worries you will have. But the main reason that Avram felt burdened explains the Chidah is because all this wealth meant nothing to him if he did not have a son, if he did not have his successor to continue in his path of teaching the world about Hashem. For when he embarked on this unknown journey, Hashem promised him that he will be the father of a great nation and he still did not have a son. Avram felt burdened with his wealth because his main purpose wasn't fulfilled, fathering God's chosen people. In our daily life, it is imperative that you do not put much worth and stock into materialistic things, but instead focus on bringing value to your life, to invest your time, your energy, and effort in matters that will provide you true fulfillment and satisfaction. For the high and excitement of materialistic things will always decline, forcing you to go at a greater length to feel complete once again. However, it is a never-ending cycle that does not have a happy ending. But if your energy is not focused just on materialistic things, your opportunities are truly endless and your potential can be achieved. There's an amazing quote that I once heard. Fill your life up with experiences, not things. Have stories to tell, not stuff to show. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.